0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam. I am welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. Okay, we've got a smorgasbord—if I said that right—of topics tonight to go through. We're going to talk about what's happening in Ukraine with Russia. We're going to talk about what's happening with crypto and finance. The bigger picture is really what's happening with um, not only the global financial system but local financial systems as well, national. I guess it would be the right word for that. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, agenda 21, 30 for 30, what that, what agenda 21 kind of morphed into Um, because it all ties together as well as, you know, what's happening with the uh, coronavirus, how that's been kind of put on the back burner and more, even though more and more truth is coming out, there's a new distraction to push the normies to. And it comes with a brand new and very effective propaganda campaign around this war in Ukraine because I, I, I have, I, you know, I I really have no idea what's going on there. I'm not going to be like, Oh, this week to the lifeboats being an expert on Ukraine here. I'm going to explain to you and break down what's happening there. No, we, I don't think we have any idea. Like there is so much propaganda coming from all sides. Warfare has changed and you guys need to, like put that one in your back, in the back of your mind and know it's not done the same way that it used to be. We're in an information war. You know, this is is getting into the Alex Jones stuff a little bit, but he's absolutely right. Propaganda is paramount to any war effort to anything that they want to push on the masses. And we're going to look under the hood a little bit tonight and in the same way that I talked about in, I think, the previous last week's show or the week before that, how, you know, HIV and AIDS and AZT and all that, and the, the billions, tens of billions of dollars that got started getting funneled through Fauci's organization, the CDC, was their heist, right? I'm, we're now going to tonight, really, this is what the show's really about, but how do you put this in a title? We're going to look at another one of the criminal enterprises that's organized within government, trying to pull off the biggest heist that they can get away with. Okay. So that's really what this show is all about tonight, but it touches so many different things. Uh, I think it's going to give you a different perspective on uh, the world. I'll leave it at that. Okay. So let's jump in here. I want to start with something that we covered months ago, but I think it's important now for you guys to recognize this, to start thinking about it and start really preparing for it. Okay. So this was, you know, Michael Burry, if you don't remember him, the big short, the whole housing crisis of 2008, the collapse of the housing market, he called, he was, he created these synthetic short positions to bet against the housing market because he saw just how corrupt and, and bad it had become. And he came out a few months back, I don't remember exactly when this was, but we covered this uh, with this tweet storm and then disappeared off Twitter again. He kind of comes in, like breaks some windows and then I'm out and he leaves. So he tweeted the following, this was, I can't remember, somebody in the chat probably knows. Uh, people say I didn't warn last time. He's talking about the housing crisis. I did, but no one listened, so I warned this time, and still no one listens, but I will have proof that I warned. (laughs) So he's talking here about, and they're going through this, historically what's happening, we're heading into hyperinflation. It will happen this year, is my opinion on it. I might be wrong, but I don't think so. I think we're actually probably already seeing it now. Hyperinflation is any is inflation that goes over 13%. Okay. Uh, the government's reporting seven, right? But if you go to like shadowstats.org and actually look at the way they used to calculate it back in the 80s, it's probably more than double that. I would guess it's over 14, 15% easy. I haven't checked. So that puts us in the early stages of hyperinflation. And kind of, he references this book and this gestation period that we talked about last time. We visited this subject to where you get eight years or plus, eight to 10 years of gestation of that money sloshing around, building up in the system before a couple things happen, right? And he's talking about specifically the Reich, uh, Reich Bank's monetization of debt. What does that mean? That means they're, the government's issuing bonds, And the central bank that's printing the money and loaning it to the government at interest is also loaning the government the money to pay for the new bonds because there are no buyers. Why are there no buyers? Because they're spending too much, right? They're spending more than the available capital coming capital inflows into bonds. People wanting that guaranteed return because they think, well, the government's uh, going to be here and they're, they're, uh, they are they're have sound money and everything's good here and this is going to work. And it used to be that way, but it's not anymore. So here's two things. This was from, a, I think it was a Bank of America report where they actually highlighted uh, that this is what was going on. And you can see 1918, 1919, you had velocity of money go from 34 to 129 a massive massive move while inflation went from 21% to 228% in 1 year okay so what happened money velocity of money is so important they've what the fed's done uh they've tried to keep that velocity low by kind of sopping up this is where the reverse repo comes in sopping up that extra capital okay or that extra yeah, capital that they've pushed out, that they've flooded the markets with. They have to take it back up and that's how they're doing it. And so it's basically just another scam for the connected government uh, institutions and so forth to take a cut of the loot, right? So Weimar Germany, it is understandable why BOA does not want, uh, want to mention that particular name. Michael Burry, cribbing generously from Parsons' seminal work, this is the book that studied what went down during uh, Weimar Germany, that whole period, and the the years before, shows just how similar our world is to that prevalent in the years just before Weimar Germany saw the most explosive hyperinflation in history. This is what's coming, okay? We're going to go through this real briefly here, but I want you guys to understand what we talked about 12 months ago, hyperinflation is coming. The Fed is trapped. They have no option. If they raise interest rates, the U.S. government will default. If they don't raise interest rates, the currency is going to hyperinflate. And I've talked about, they are going to print their way in the ground. They're going to ride that dead horse into the ground. And right now, like all four legs are broken. The horse is on the ground already. It might be dead. And the Fed's on there like, come on, giddy up, giddy up. Give them another shot of adrenaline. And the doc's like, but sir, I, th- I think the horse is dead. Give them another shot of adrenaline. That's where we are right now. The U.S. government is inviting inflation with its MMT, modern monetary theory. Print a bunch of money and give it to companies and, you know, pick winners and losers and let the government basically take over all of uh, commerce. Brisk debt to GDP, M2 increases while the retail sales uh, PMI stage of V recovery. Remember, we were going to have transitory inflation. How's that working out? Trillions more stimulus and reopening to books to boost demand as employees and supply chain costs skyrocket. What are we seeing today? We're seeing, I, I'm seeing tweets from people who went to the grocery store. I just spent, the bill was $100 and I didn't even get that much. What is going on? They are starting to wake up, Okay. The life of the inflation in its ripening stage was a paradox, which had its own unmistakable characteristics. One was the great wealth, at least of those favored by the boom. Remember me telling you about the guy who set up the COVID testing center, got certified by the government and got the little facility set up. Just one person in one city, $25 million richer today because of that. So life's really great for him. Not so great for the people who don't have a job anymore because of these mandates or because of the lockdowns, because of the small business failures. Many great fortunes sprang up overnight. The cities had an aimless and wanton youth. Prices in Germany were steady and both businesses and the stock market were booming. So we're past that phase, right? Prices were relatively stable, through the whole pandemic, but that's out the window, right? Now prices are going up. The exchange rate of the mark against the dollar and other currencies actually rose for a time. The mark was momentarily the strongest currency in the world. We've done that with the dollar as well on inflation's eve. Side by side with the wealth were the pockets of poverty. Great numbers of people remained on the outside of easy money looking in but not able to enter. The crime rate soared. What are we seeing? I just watched another video of a CVS getting cleaned out by people in California, where the police have just said, "Yeah, um, if somebody's robbing your store, don't call us. We're not we're not going to arrest anybody for that. You know, we're not going to respond to those calls. We're just too busy, folks. That is part of the plan. Okay, you need to understand that these governments are co-opted." top to bottom, right? And somebody in there is controlled or leveraged because there's a video somewhere of them banging a 14-year-old or doing God knows what. So they're going to do whatever they're told because they don't want to go to prison. And this agenda gets pushed through. And they don't recognize that what they're doing is part of a bigger agenda to tear down society, to usher these things in intentionally, not accidentally. Okay, A lot of these things aren't just happening. They are being engineered and manufactured. Accounts of the time will tell of a progressive demoralization which crept over the common people like, oh God. Biden is a complete idiot. We are completely lost here. Maybe that's why they picked him. They wanted somebody that we, they could blame. Well, he's incompetent. Hmm? What do you think? Comprised of their, compounded of their weariness with the breakneck pace to no visible purpose and their fears from watching their own precarious position slip while others grew so conspicuously rich. The divide rose between the rich and the poor think about all the people who lost their livelihoods because of what the government did with these lockdowns that didn't work these mass mandates that didn't work these passports that don't work because the vaccine and it's not really even a vaccine we'll call it a COVID treatment didn't prevent infection or spread so like what good is a pass if you get a shot that doesn't actually prevent infection or spread and, and actually, you carry a higher, tighter load and are more likely to infect others. You're also more likely to catch it yourself after the six months, you know, and that, that shrinks with each successive shot. But the window of protection just shrinks, shrink, shrinks until it's a couple months now for the triple. And then you're more likely, 2.25 times more likely, to get sick. So we have all this is happening to all of these people and they engineered it, okay? Almost any kind of business could make money. Business failures and bankruptcies became few. Now, this was during the boom. The boom suspended the normal process of natural selection by which the non-essential and ineffective and otherwise would have been called out. And see, they picked winners. They used this to centralize the system and consolidate power amongst a few players. This is what the government does when they come in and regulate. You end up with consolidations and one or two choices. And that, you know, look at your cell phone service in the United States. How many choices are there? There's really three. Well, I think it's down to two national networks. I mean, yeah, you can go and get one of the MVNOs. It's just a reseller, but that you're either using AT&T or you're using, what is it, a Sprint or Verizon's network. And look at power. I mean, there's just, when the government comes in and takes these things over, that is the natural result. These regulations raise the barrier to entry, push new entrants out, make it harder for them to get a foothold and start climbing the ladder. And then they consolidate And because it's easier to manage two choices than it is 200. Speculation alone, uh, while adding nothing to Germany's wealth, became one of its largest activities. Look at what's happened with the stock market. You know, it was in a little junky uh, big lot store. And the guy doing stock there was talking about GMC or AMC stock and how he's getting it and, and all these things. The fever to join in, turning uh, a quick mark, or dollar, quick buck, infected nearly all classes. Everyone from the elevator operator up was playing the market. Yeah. The volumes of turnover in securities on the Berlin uh, exchange became so high that the financial industry could not keep up with the paperwork. Gee, what happened with AMC stock? Remember when they stopped selling shares and bailed out their buddies in the hedge funds and then blamed it on, well, the, the back office settlement system just couldn't keep up with the volume. We're sorry. It wasn't our fault. And the Bourse was obliged to close several days a week to work off the backlog. <laughs> Hashtag Robinhood. Exactly. Exactly. All the marks that existed in the world in the summer of 1922 were not worth enough by November of 1923 to buy a single newspaper or a tram ticket. That was the spectacular part of the collapse, but most of the real loss in money wealth had been suffered much earlier. Throughout these years, the structure was quietly building itself up for the blow. Germany's inflation cycle ran not for a year, but for nine years, representing eight years of gestation and only one year of collapse, right? And that's where we are. I think that's coming this year. It starts at least this year. His punchline was above written in 1974, about 1914 to 1923, and then makes the ominous extrapolation. This is Burry. Uh, 2010 to 2021 is the gestation, adding that when dollars might as well be falling from the sky, Management teams get creative and ultimately take more risk. Hello, Michael Saylor. We're we're borrowing uh, or selling bonds to buy Bitcoin with. (laughs) Paying out debt finance dividends to investors or investing in risky growth opportunities has been a frugal mentality hands down. We are there now. The only question is, when do we enter the exponential currency collapse phase? And I say this year. So that is what's happening, folks. That is exactly what's happening. And I've got a tweet here from John that may have gotten deleted. Yes, it did. Shoot. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Let me see if I can find this because... Here it is. Their balance sheet hit another record high this week at eight point nine three trillion dollars. And what he's talking about there is the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. Slowly say that out loud. It's a staggering statistic. And I don't care what they say. I won't believe they raise rates until they raise rates. And he's absolutely right. They're gonna ride this horse into the ground, and its already legs are broken. It's dead, and they're like, hit it with another shot of adrenaline to get this baby going. It's like, what are you talking about? It's dead. He's uh, referencing this Charlie B- Billilow tweet, and this is the Fed balance sheet. Now, last time we looked at this was that dip right there back 20, 2019, 2020, and what did I say? They are going to try and taper off. That's what this represents. They're not pushing more money out into the markets. I said they were going to try and taper off, but it's not going to work. And the slope, let me get this right, is going to stay like this. Well, if you look here, going all the way back over there to 2010 at the kind of the far left, and you draw a line up, that's almost exactly what's happened they stopped and they had this huge ramp up and then it's just continued right on up on that same trajectory because they are out of options right they can let the government default or print they're going to just print that's that's what we're going to see folks and they this will blow up in their face no matter how many tricks they have up their sleeve to try and you know push it down over here it's going to pop up over there now we also have at the same time that we're going into this hyperinflationary period we have these globalist organizations the WEF the WHO uh the UN and you know so on pushing their agendas on us now it used to be agenda 21 right which is If you've seen The Hunger Games, that's Agenda 21. That's what the author kind of based it loosely on. And what did you have there? You had this capital city of the extravagantly wealthy that did all these crazy things and enjoyed this wonderful life, right? And then you had the districts, which were spread out and isolated and separated. And they were there to basically serve the capital. And what was in between? Just vast wilderness, right? These vast rewilded areas. And this was in Agenda 21. It's in Agenda 3030. And here they're saying, or sorry, the Milgram experiment is a smart lady on Twitter. Uh, <clears throat> she's pointing out, ever wonder what happens after the great die off? Now, what is she talking about? She's talking about the people who are COVID treated because that's what's going to happen to a lot of them by 2030 30% of the land will be conserved people will be moved off of rural land and out in the suburbs and crammed into the smart cities you will live in isolation and tiny pods prison cells wired to an obedience platform the social credit score basically and your money will be completely controlled and they will have visibility of all your data coming in and out and be able to tell and punish you appropriately if you're misbehaving by engaging in wrongthink. And so UN biodiversity plan calls for protecting 30% of the earth by 2030. What does protecting mean? Oh, that means they run people off the land, just like they did to the native Americans here onto, you know, reservations non-protected areas that's all this is just a protected area now so you're gonna to have to move we're gonna uh go ahead and burn your house down thank you thank you for coming thank you for coming
1: thank you, uh, thank, you. thank you thank you for coming thank, thank, you, you, for
0: coming. <laughs> thank you for coming thank <laughs> you species are being wiped out and at, at a terrifying rate ending a crisis ending the crisis requires swift global action and there's a little more of this um Actually, let me read that bit down there. To reverse the rapid loss of species around the globe, world governments should protect nearly one third of all lands and oceans. So that means they're going to cut down on fishing, right? So, where's that food going to come from now? Well, I mean, maybe some bugs. How about bugs? Conserving 30% of America's lands and ocean by 2030, the executive action will direct the interior department to outline steps to achieve the president's commitment to conserve at least 30% each of our lands and waters by the year 2030 as recommended by scientists. Oh, that sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Because the medical scientists did so well with the whole pandemic, right? Implementing the lockdowns that didn't work, the masks that didn't work, Vaccine passports that didn't work, put out a bunch of false claims, deplatform people for misinformation when in fact they were the ones spreading misinformation. Let's put them in charge of the climate. <laughs> Sounds great. In order to safeguard our health, food supplies, biodiversity, and the property of every community, Interior will undertake the process with broad engagement. Oh, they love these big words, including agriculture and forest landowners, fishermen and outdoor enthusiasts, sovereign tribal nations, states, territories, everybody. And they're gonna they're gonna come up with a consensus that everyone's happy with. No, no, they're not gonna do that. They're just gonna force it on people. It's like, well, you know, we gave you the chance to give your input back here to our committees, and we thank you very much for coming. <laughs> So they're going to supporting local, state, and private and tribally led nature conservation and restoration efforts that are underway across America over the coming months. This is where they're heading. This is part of the bigger agenda that all of this involves. You see what Tom Weiser had to say. um, Most other major corporations have capitulated to the UN Agenda 2030 for which Klaus Schwab and the WEF puppet are all working including Biden delivers his 30 by 30 plan to give control of 30% of the land and water to the UN. There you go. Oh, handover sovereignty. That's where this is going. World government, right? Meanwhile, what else are they doing? Well, I saw Cernovich post something about, you know, attacking Abbott, who's a governor, which frankly, I'm not a fan of his for having this border crisis. And I'm like, bro, we're this is the wall here. Uh, this is the southern border fence. This is um, Richard, uh, citizen journalist Richard. He's got a Telegram channel. This is from it. He's been driving around, and he was on the southern border. I believe this was in Texas.
2: Uh, butterfly, there is a. The wall was
0: completed here before, or what?
3: It was completed here before. It was, and what happened? The uh, army, the engineers,
0: army corps of engineers.
3: Thank you. Took all, opened this this hole up. Uh, and what happens here? This is mostly where we get guys with camel coming through. Um, they're running their drugs up. They come into America for about an hour. And yeah, there's, a
2: highway, there's a highway not that far from here, uh, that direction.
3: There's a highway. There's stash spots. If I go back there, they've got uh, immigrants that come through. Anybody that comes through, I'll find backpacks, camels So this backpacks. wall was completed. Yes. This section was completed, and it was taken down. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, That's that's... I was not here for that. That is what I've heard. So since I've been here, this has been open. Um,
4: You can see the wall
2: continues in both directions. Very far. And there doesn't seem there's a reason there's a hole right there. Other than somebody in charge uh, made that hole, right?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody in charge in the federal, in the federal government opened up holes in the fence to allow people to come in to, you know, uh, consume resources so that the situation, they can be overwhelmed because that's also part of this process. They want to bring in all of the immigrants to help create chaos, to have this dependent class that they can use to manipulate voting. It's all tied together, folks. You have to recognize that. Okay. Okay. I like this uh, comparison I saw showing Hitler on the left. It's showing, uh, I forget what his different names are. Black-faced Hitler on the right, I think is is it. Um, They both did what? Implemented health passports, suspended civil liberties, censored opposition, created two classes of citizens, the treated and the untreated, forced healthy people into isolation. Yep, doing that. Ban certain demographics from cinemas and restaurants. There's your vaccine passports. Force people to undergo unwanted medical interventions. There's the coercion. Anybody the federal government could coerce and force into taking the COVID treatment was pressured into doing it. Use the media to control public perception. Yeah, absolutely that's happening. And not just the media, but created censors, the fact checkers who are funded by the pharmaceutical cartels to create, you know, the narrative of truth for certain demographics out of their professions, mm -hmm, all of those things, it's all repeating. And this is what the fourth turning was really all about. These 80 year cycles of 20, roughly 20 years of peace. The last time this happened was World War II. And we are going through this whole thing again because we didn't fix the problem in the first place. So a lot of things have happened up there with uh, Justin Trudeau and Canada and the government and so forth. They, he enabled this emergencies act and then, you know, I think as it was get, coming to a vote or shortly after rescinded it, Right. 45 i think it was 45 minutes after it passed or something is if you're wondering why justin trudeau had to roll back the emergencies act and start unfreezing bank accounts because that was the other thing they started freezing all the bank accounts of the truckers here's why they triggered a run on the banks they couldn't sustain it would have collapsed the system we have the power when you guys realize that this will end and here's graham howard He replied to this below. This is true as my friend works in a bank in Alberta and she said they ran out of money. Lots of irate customers demanding their money and closing their accounts because people are tired of this. They see where this is going. This whole system has just crept up around us and it gives the government more and more control and authority over you and your decisions and your options, and your choices, and your lives, and they want to have absolute, complete control over your money, over your movements, over your uh, medical decisions, they want to take all of that away for themselves, and they will, I mean, these people are psychopaths, What do you think they're going to do with that power? It's on the Georgia Guidestones. They want 500 million people. Somebody with some money put that up there. Okay, and then there's this. Now, I don't know if this is true. You've got someone wearing an anonymous mask, a hacker on the left, and this woman on the right interviewing him.
1: I just heard some funny shit. Apparently some hackers are getting into some people's bank accounts that are against the truckers. And they're making their bank appear like they've donated to the truckers. So the people that have money that are against the truckers are now going to be having their bank accounts frozen because it looks like they donated to the truckers. Thanks to a bunch of hackers. Cool shit.
0: (laughs) Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but it goes to show you how this system can be used. If they're in control of it, they can flip the switch on you, on your friends, on anybody that they want and unplug them from the system. That's why it's so dangerous. That's why the government can't be trusted with money any longer. They've shown a complete irresponsibility on their part to manage this and do it responsibly. The Jeffrey Epstein of France, this guy, oh, guess what? He also hung himself in his cell and he's dead. It's another coincidence, by the way, they are definitely not going through and cleaning house here. Okay, let's talk about Ukraine and that angle of this whole thing.
4: Be warned, this is not the kind of video you see on TikTok. I'm fourth generation from Kiev. My family is 100% Ukrainian. I got to tell you, folks, I support what Putin's doing. Ukraine is so evil. Ukrainian people are so corrupt, so evil, such liars, thieves, The fact that President Biden and his son have corrupt dealings with Ukraine and still get elected gives you a situation as to why he's invading. Correct. Biden and Hunter stand to lose billions if Putin takes over Ukraine. I'm sorry, folks. I'm Ukrainian, and I support this invasion 100%. He's not going to touch Eastern Europe. Everybody needs to chill out. There's a lot more going on than meets the eye. There's a whole lot under the table, and there's a massive mafia in Ukraine. How about the whole country?
0: Okay. thought that's an excellent sort of opener, because that's really where we are, right? There is, who knows what the truth is, but we're going to look at some things that are happening, and maybe, um, I don't know, give you some things to think about here. Okay, start right here. Okay. What are the odds of all four people having children working for Ukrainian gas companies? And you've got, of course, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, the president's son, John Kerry's kid, Pelosi's kid, and uh, Mitt Romney's kid. What's happened here? Okay. Well, it's laid out beautifully right here by Glenn Beck. He did this. Back in October of 2019, it's called Ukraine Sc- This is on YouTube. Ukraine Scandal Explained, Chalkboard on DNC Collusion, Biden, Soros, Trump, and more. And what he's got on the board right there is, uh, here I can blow it up for you guys, is down there at the bottom where he's pointing, that's Joe Biden on the left, and then his money manager below that, and then to the right, Hunter Biden. And the reason that he did that, is because shortly after, you know, this chain of events started, right, with the ouster of the president, like they overthrow the regime and then bring in their corrupt gang to pull off this heist. Shortly after that happens, these two guys, his son and his money manager, become consultants or get on the board for Burrs uh, Bur what is it, Burma or Bursma? This oil and gas company in Ukraine, what's happening here? That's, they are stealing the money from dollar holders, right? Because it's not, I mean, it's not even taxpayers at this point that we're talking about. If you use dollars, this money is coming out of the value that that dollar buys. That's why it's shrinking so fast because they have looted so much of the value of the wealth that is stored by many of you in dollars that it's starting to make everything get more expensive i mean plot sheets of plywood for building a house 70 to 70 to 80 dollars at the store a year ago 20 bucks do you know how many sheets of plywood go down on a roof or flooring for a house that's a lot I mean, it's, it's crazy. And we looked at those studies. It was, I think it was $18,000 to the average house. It might've even been more. And then the following month, it got even more expensive. And that was blamed on like, oh, well, it's COVID and the mills have to shut down and this and that. And da, 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 da. Now what? Now what's the excuse? Because it's not gone. It's not transitory. We're heading into hyperinflation. Okay. And it's because of what these guys have done. This starts in 2014 when they started pulling this high stuff. Well, look, and and he, you know, if you haven't seen this, definitely go watch it. It will give you an incredible perspective on what is happening in Ukraine. Right. They've basically just turned it into a viper pit den of corruption. Right. And that's what this graphic right here shows so beautifully it's like well joe got in got his son in and then well okay let's do it for me joe too and you can see everyone that's in the little criminal gang here because they're all getting this is like their lifetime perpetual income their kid gets to stay on the board and they get 50 grand 100 grand a month million dollars here a few million dollars there 1.8 1.8 billion goes missing in the, uh, of, you know, U S uh, what was it called? Foreign aid. Cause they're going to help Ukraine get back on its feet after the overthrow that they engineered. And then 1.8 billion goes missing. Another billion goes missing a few months down the line after that. Uh, it was this uh, guy who was not granted a visa to be able to come to the U S cause he was basically a criminal that it was his bank that they put the 1.8 billion in and he lost it and just doesn't know what happened to it. These guys are just siphoning it off folks. This is just a a criminal gang. This is really the focus. This is the most successful criminal gang, hopefully being taken down. Now I don't know if that's the case or not. I'm up in the, I'm on the fence about that, but there are at least indications that maybe that's what's happening that maybe that's what this is all about. Why Putin just out of the blue is invading, but he's not invading, but he is invading. And we've got people running around with uh, plywood AK-47s and shit. (laughs) Who knows? But here you go. Here's the gang, this part of this circle of thieves in the government that's pulling off their heist with the Ukraine deal. See, this is how they go in Maybe just a millionaire and with a salary of $170,000 a year for life, because, you know, with free medical care for life and all that, because, you know, they're, they need to know what it's like for you living under their system. So they've created this utopia for themselves. <sighs> ah, I lost my place. Okay. <laughs> anyway, th- this is, The nexus of this thing and there's there's hillary clinton adam schiff pelosi uh biden swalwell remember fang fang bang bang the chinese spy that was fucking him and he's of course the chairman of the intelligence committee but that's not a conflict of interest the fbi came in and checked it out and they said there was no conflict you don't know what you're talking about fake news (laughs) because the fbi is so reliable and Trustworthy at this point. That's why their morale is at an all time low. People are recognizing how corrupt and bought off these organizations, these entities have all become. And, I, you know, there's some great people at the FBI that do good things and, you know, stop some really bad people, but the leadership at the top is corrupted. They're leveraged, they're corrupted, whatever. They're in on this because they want to enrich themselves at your expense and there's no changing this until you change government's ability to grant itself a monopoly on violence it's going to come back to this again and again and again that's what history shows us until we choose something different and then there's bush presidential center all of them condemning what's going on in ukraine this is horrible get the russians out of there It's definitely not because that's where we run all of our funding through, right? What else is going on there? Well, here's a thread from Clandestine. No, his account was deleted, just like mine, as we'll talk about later here. Uh, So to the lifeboats on Twitter, deep-sixed. They suspended it. Um, Anyway, we can talk about that later. Okay, he's pointing out that... Russians are firing at military installations. How broad is that term? I'm seeing speculation that could include US installed biolabs. labs. Um, so what happened? Well, he goes in here and these are, what the US government is doing, what the Department of Defense, the deep state, is doing is funding biolabs research in Ukraine. Why Ukraine? Well, because they've installed their puppet dictator and, and the whole thing is so corrupt They put a criminal in charge of the anti-corruption board or whatever of Ukraine (laughs) so that he could make sure that certain people don't get investigated. You know, the the criminals engaging in criminal behavior. And this is what the whole prosecutor thing was about that Joe Biden got fired because he was going to uncover what was going on there, that these people are all on the take, that this is a money laundering operation to launder taxpayer money, dollar holder money, right? And feed it in to themselves. And they don't want that getting out. And then here comes Putin crashing this paradigm down, right? So it goes through, I don't know how much of this I want to read really. Um, Turns out we do. And in classic U.S. fashion, it's marketed as defense. Defense. This is, quote, biological threat reduction program in Ukraine. Do you know what the uh, EcoHealth, the CIA operative who is running their the cutout for the NIH to be able to fund gain-of-function research without, you know, funding gain-of-function research? Um, you know what they were trying to do? Biological threat reduction for corona, for bat coronaviruses. And the way they do that is they create really nasty ones as dangerous as they can make them hope that they don't get out and hope that they can make an antidote for it studying the most dangerous viruses in the world at Russia's border. And, and like I get that. Yeah, it would outbreak in that region and affect Russia. But at the same time, I think it's there that these are there more because of the corrupt that just the complete compromise of the Ukrainian government. They are complete puppets for the CIA, for the deep state, for this criminal enterprise that we're talking about, that the show's really centered around. That's maybe the Biden crime family. That's maybe what the title of this episode should be. Um, that they're put in there so that, because they can work kind of unfettered, right? And get whatever they need. And have you know billions of dollars coming in to fund all of these programs as well. Because that 1800000000 billion didn't just disappear. It went to fund. God knows what. Black Lives Matter. Various uh, buy-offs of politicians and prosecutors and so forth. And they have good reason to believe that the USNIH NIH funded gain of function in Wuhan. Then COVID-19 got out and it ruined the world. Yep, exactly. Russia and China asked the UN for the u.s allies to be checked and limited in bio capabilities four months ago china and russia indirectly and correctly blame the u.s for the covid 19 outbreak and are fearful that the u.s allies have more viruses to let out bioweapons to let out because that's what that thing is this is massive yet i'm disturbed that i didn't know about this four months ago so how does this pertain to ukraine well Where in Ukraine are the explosions taking place? Here's a reported explosion in Lutsk. This is uh, 75 miles inland in far Western Ukraine, the opposite border of Russia. What does it have to do with crimea Donetsk in the East? Reportedly, Kiev has seen missile strikes as well at their airports and military installations. Kiev is also on the Western side of Ukraine, also a city of the US government, uh, have confirmed the U.S. have built bio labs in. Now, the big problem with this, and, and he goes down, you know, goes through some more here. We're not going to read it all, but this is sort of the the punchline of it is, oh look, we've got military, uh, our U.S. government bio labs up here, here, and here, and then down here, it's the same places they sent missiles into. Okay, there are also population centers. The way to confirm this, of course, is to get some pictures of the strike sites. And is that where the lab was? I don't know. We don't, I don't think we have that answer. It's easy to draw circles on a big map like this, but you're. I mean, every one of these red dots is 100 square miles probably. So what does that really tell us? But another angle to consider that what Putin's actually doing here is helping root out this corruption, like the guy was talking about when we opened this segment, right? And at the same time, putting the tinfoil hat, conspiracy hat on, he supposedly sent soldiers in to secure Chernobyl, um, which would have radioactive material for you a know, uh, radioactive dirty bomb or something like that. Uh, it, it's also speculated that well, what, what better place to have some kind of child trafficking center or something like that where nobody goes, access is so highly controlled. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I, I don't know, um, but it's interesting. And of course, then there's the self-interest where, oh, Putin's trying to take over so that he can control the pipeline and access to a warm water port where you don't have to bring icebreakers in to get to the, uh, the harbor kind of thing. What's the truth? I don't know. Who knows? Um, I think it's somewhere in the middle. But I think it's not a coincidence that this is breaking out in Ukraine and this is the literal viper's den of these criminals and crooks. Especially in the context of all the Q stuff that we've looked at over the years, right? Now, here's another one to supposedly
2: the military
0: distributing uh, AK-47s to the populace. And it's funny because you've got all these liberals who have these tweets that are about taking guns away and no assault rifles now cheering this on, right? Arm them and fight them and yada, yada. It's like, hmm, okay. Now, I don't know when this is or where this is, This could be propaganda, entirely possible, but definitely, you know, and I've watched a higher resolution video, what they are pulling out of those crates, there's a little picture of one, are not cardboard AK-47s or uh, plywood cutouts of AK-47s. These are real weapons, okay? And they're walking away with them in different directions and so forth. What else have we seen or well, remember the story about the 13 sailors on the islands that uh, told the Russian warship go screw yourself we're not surrendering and they killed all 13 of them yet yeah, no they surrendered that was propaganda but very effective Remember the some of the photos of the president who's a millionaire and could be anywhere and and he's fighting yet yeah, those were like 3 month old photos Mhm <laughs> And then we also have people running around press pictures of these pieces of plywood where they're carrying, they're cut out like an AK 47. I have no idea what the hell is going on at this point. And maybe that's the point, right? Maybe is to flood. This is a common intelligence tactic. If some truth gets out, they flood the market with so much conspiracy theory, misinformation, and so forth, that nobody can discern what's true and what's not. I think that's what's at play by both sides here. So, I don't know what to tell you. But weird things are happening. I think this is very real. This is a dad. telling his daughter goodbye. She's going on the bus or the train to safety, and he's staying behind to fight.
1: <laughs>
0: we may never see him again. This may be goodbye. This is war that is this is what it means to go and kill each other for these psychopaths when are you gonna say enough is enough also going on there this giant pile of documents it looks like a 12-yard dump truck load maybe even more than that of papers burning you've got soldiers bringing boxes out of this government building. There's a rumor that this was an intelligence center. And they're burning all these documents. Are they burning it because the Russians are coming in to take it? Or is this part of the cabal's stash, right? Uh, Either could be true. Uh, We don't really know. But here's another potential angle. Maybe Putin's trying to get in here in order to capture some of this data to bring these people down. I don't know. All right. Speaking of, let's talk crypto here a little bit. This was thinking crypto. Tony did a great job um, with this interview. I want to play a little bit of it.
4: Now this may be uh, Joe, an awkward question to ask you, but I have to ask it because there's a lot of video clips a lot of connections documents and so forth um you know why do you think Jake clayton handled the lawsuit the way he did on his way out and in addition to that there, there's <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love i haven't seen to- any of thinking crypto's videos in a while and i love it that he's asking like a hard question he's kind of struggled stumbling with it but he used to be so softball and not saying he was a P but he was a P and like now he's asking you know some tough questions and just come out with it Tony just like lay it on them and let them answer and you know do it respectfully and that sort of thing but and factually and so forth like you're doing but just do it with confidence Uh, but I think this is great
4: potential conflicts of interest with Jay Clayton and William Hinman with regards to the Ethereum uh, not a security speech Uh, what can you tell us about that from your perspective?
0: Okay. And you can see his body language. He's, mm, this is stupid. I can't believe i have to answer this kind of expression on his face. And of course what's happening, this ties into it as well. You've got the compromised government organizations giving a free pass to Bitcoin and Ethereum while kicking XRP in the teeth because they want China's system gold backed CBDC or whatever they're going to roll out here to be the dominant currency so that they can do all the hyperinflation and benefit from all of that wealth of the Yuan being the reserve currency of the world. They want to take the reins and what's what crypto offers us is the chance to throw off these masters and have nobody in charge. And if the government needs money, they have to get it like everyone else instead of stealing it from us. That's what's at stake here, and they can't let that happen. So they want to create a system, they want to build on top of these Model Ts of the blockchain world that require this layer two infrastructure that they can centralize and use as a choke point to control. That's the whole plan here. And so this, and Joseph here, when he answers, he just can't comprehend how this thing could be compromised because, well, there's too many people involved. And I don't think he really understands all of the (sighs) persuasion and, and influence that these guys have over the process. Um, I mean, obviously I I am aware of the, uh, the, uh, the allegations around that. Um, I, I, I don't put a lot of stock in it, honestly. Um, uh, it, it's, it's just, it's just not how,
4: um, the SEC operates. It's not how those two gentlemen in particular <laughs> operate. Um, I, 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 I view those, um, allegations as uh conspiracy theories um you know it's the the status of, of ethereum um as a security um like the status of bitcoin as a security and, and any any other sort of asset that the is looking at um uh is is examined by um a lot of different people um, at the sec and these decisions
0: Too many people involved. So therefore, it can't be compromised. And it is. The government is compromised top to bottom. Okay. Um, And let me just say, let me think if there's anything else I wanted to add to this. Okay, also part of this sort of struggle that's happening with crypto as the old financial system falls apart. Their plan is, well, we just push them into a cashless CBDC. We control it completely. We get to, you know, say what they can and can't buy who they, which causes they're allowed to donate to. We tax them whenever we want and just take it right out of their account. We can restrict their spending geographically. We can restrict, you know, impose, uh, Quarantines where they can't spend at certain times of the day or night. We'll we'll have complete financial control over people. And that's what they're trying to do with this $600 that came from, um, FinCEN. And I wrote the letter about that. They said in there, they wanted to eventually, this was just a stopping point on the way to zero. They wanted a real time feed of all transactions first at 600 and eventually at zero dollars. so every transaction that they can then put a stop to. This is dystopian nightmare territory. That's where they want to take us while they kill off the population, rewild the planet, force us into basically uh, concentration camps with nice curtains, and lock down and shut down our society. That's where this is heading, folks. And here's what they're willing to do in order to get there. This is a girl who was at the uh, peaceful protest in Australia in Canberra. And what did they do? They put up their LRAD machines. Remember this video? It's
4: unbelievable. That is got yeah. 18. 18-
0: it was peeking out their meter, that's an RF meter that's picking up, it's got three different uh, antennas on it that it's measuring, picking up radiation in the area of the protest, and they were indiscriminately microwaving the people who were in the area. That's, just, that's what that inflammation is caused by. They're like, oh no, it's sonic. And no, it's putting out RF energy. It's okay. The microwave oven is a hundred watts. The cell phone is less than one watt, typically. Okay, I don't know what exactly they're putting out there, but it's the same technology, is what you need to kind of understand. There's some minor differences, but RFN radiation is RF radiation. This is a weapon of mass destruction. If they turned it all the way up, people would start dropping dead. They just had it on a lower setting to where people's faces exploded like that and got all inflamed. Other people had skin peeling off, had chapped lips, had severe headaches, sore bodies, because they effectively microwaved their people. And that's one of the machines right there. There's another one. They are using weapons of mass destruction against their own citizens in Australia. And of course, all of the places still pushing Canada, Australia, pushing hard on these uh, COVID agendas and vaccination agendas are tied to the WEF have leaders that have been penetrated by, as Klaus Schwab has said, famously said, they've all been compromised. And we're going to talk some more about that. It's a great thread for those of you that want to do uh, read through some of this. It's This is Kathy, Kathy Fox. It was February 17th that she tweeted this thread and it goes into a lot of detail on LRAD and so forth. Oh, what frequency is it? 2.6 gigahertz. gigahertz, yeah. Which I think is like a microwave oven frequency. Surprise, surprise. Now, I saw this. This is in Australia, Western Australia. This is along a highway and someone has spray painted. Coercion is not consent. Take off your mask. They spray paint so that you can smell the bullshit, and they spray painted this on a wall along like a jogging path that runs a really long way down the down the freeway. Uh, and it's these are huge letters, very visible from the car. It says the people hold the power. It's very true. The media is the virus. Stand together stand strong, corrupt not, COVID, end the mandates, change uh, is coming, hold the line. And it's got some hearts. Enough is enough, pro-choice, freedom, protection, Uh, protect the children. And that was the last one. So I'm watching this and I'm like, this is the beginning, the beginnings of a resistance, of an insurrection. And that, I think, probably scared the shit out of them when they saw this. Because if this starts popping up everywhere, people start getting organized and fighting back against the government. That's where that's heading. Of course, what's Trudeau doing up here in Canada? We'll defend...
1: Canada and our allies will defend democracy.
0: <laughs> He's coming out against Russia, of course. Has nothing to do with this WEF association.
1: We are taking these actions today to. St-
0: of course, when Klaus Schwab was talking about penetrating cabinets of big governments, he specifically mentions Turdo here.
1: Stand against authoritarianism.
0: But that's a coincidence. He is now standing against authoritarianism, authoritarianism as an authoritarian, which is quite interesting.
1: The people of Ukraine, like all people, must be free to determine their own future. We will continue working with our...
0: <laughs> Says the man who refused to talk to the truckers.
1: Our international partner...
0: Went and ran off and hid...
1: To safeguard Ukraine's territorial integrity and prevent further Russian aggression.
0: Now, the interesting thing about this video is not what this worthless piece of crap had to say, but what's going on with the deputy prime minister in the background there. You see her like freaking out again, blinking her eyes, her head's down. She's turning her hair over, takes (gasps) deep breath right there. Her head's still bobbing. Her eyes are blinking. It's so weird. What the hell is going on? Another deep breath right there. Canada And I thought, well, maybe she's having like a panic attack, perhaps. She could also be vaccine injured. And she's having neurological damage that's causing her to have those movements involuntarily. Now, put the tinfoil hat on again. There's somebody who claims they knew her years ago and has seen her recently and says, that's not the same, She's it's not the same person. So who knows, maybe this is a body double, maybe this is a clone that's malfunctioning. It could could potentially be that weird, folks. I, I don't know. But something strange is going on here. And if she's vaccine injured, it, that kind of explains it for me. Like, they, what are they gonna do? They can't come out and admit it. They can't get rid of her cause she might turn around and come at them with the truth and, and call them out for, you know, dumping her off. But they've got a problem here. Whatever's wrong with her doesn't seem to be going away because this is like the third appearance where she's behaved that way. First one I thought, okay, maybe it is just a panic attack, but then the very next one, same thing. So what the hell is wrong with her? And she's number two. For this guy, which may be make ex- exiting stage left soon for an unknown reason. Who I, I don't know why, but. And then what's going to happen? Freak out lady back there. It's going to be the new prime minister. It's going to get interesting, folks. Okay, let's talk COVID a little bit. Um, this is from UNC Chapel Hill. This is one of the This is where, uh, Dimitri who does the nice protocol and so forth. This is where he went to school. Okay. Or to college for, to get one of his degrees. And this is Ralph Barrick, Who's one of the ringleaders. We're now back to the, you know, the Fauci criminal enterprise, criminal gang, whatever. The
3: first time I was introduced to Ralph, um, was at my first faculty.
0: This is a coworker
3: meeting. The, NIH, the first
0: introducing Ralph Barrick, and I want you to listen to what she has to say.
3: Time I was introduced to Ralph um, was at my first faculty meeting. The
0: this is in 2018, May of 2018, at UNC Chapel Hill. It's one of their live streams.
3: NIH had just called Ralph and offered him a big grant. Um, to study SARS. And um, Hmm. having just been at the NIH, I knew how unusual that was, that somebody got called and offered a large grant. So Ralph is going...
0: Isn't that odd? Ralph gets this very unusual, very large grant to study the virus that later comes out and is unleashed on the world. Huh.
3: ...to talk about um, how bad it it could be and what we can do about it.
0: so 2018, two years before the thing breaks out, what's he talking about?
3: I wanted to give you good news. You can There are winners out there, right? So if you're looking at, if you want to be prepared and make money in the next pandemic, if, that, if that's what you want to do, buy stock in hazmat suit makers and protective clothing or, vi- or companies that make antiviral drugs of that particular pandemic, You'll probably do pretty well. There are actually potential uh, awesome. funds for pandemic preparedness. Uh, pandemics really are uh, times of opportunity.
0: You can get rich, and listen to this; it just keeps getting better.
3: Pandemics really are uh, times of opportunity, and I like George R. R. Martin's quote of "chaos as a the ladder." Um, huh. There's an opportunity for people to have political gain, financial gain, and personal gain during times of social upheaval.
0: Political gain, financial gain, personal gain. In times of social upheaval. That's what this thing was really all about. Creating the chaos to push the agenda. And now we're getting to the end stage of their plan here.
3: And that will probably occur. There will be misleading stories on social media, miracle cures that will be touted, conspiracy theories
0: conspiracy theories, misinformation, miracle cures like you know remdesivir, that after the third dose, you have a 25% chance of surviving. <laughs> but it gives a 20% bonus for the hospitals that prescribe it. So, you know, that's good.
3: Uh, the scientific community may run into all sorts of ethical dilemmas uh, at UNC. Mm. There's at least a dozen univers- uh, faculty who can have experimental vaccines already within two weeks. There's other groups that will have, uh, be able to test drugs for ability to inhibit virus replication and cell culture that will be done within a month. And those will get published. There'll be lots of hype. There'll be news reports. None of it's FDA approved. None of it's truly safe. But if
0: none of it's FDA approved, none of it's truly safe. What did they do? They developed a drug, several drugs in a few months, right? What does Moderna brag about? 17 days or something like that.
3: If you're dealing with a 10 to 20% mortality rate, people are going to want to take it.
0: So if we can, you know, make make people scared for their lives, indoctrinate them with fear, capture them with our propaganda, with our mainstream media, to make them believe 7% of the people that get this are dying, dropping dead. Then they'll take it.
3: And that leaves all kinds of ethical dilemmas around the concept mm. of what would you do to protect those who you love. Leaders and health professionals have to retain their credibility, speak in a unified voice, and tell the truth.
0: Yeah. Can't have dissent. We've got to tell the truth.
3: This is absolutely essential. certainly it will lead the public to look for an answer. And there will be plenty of people out there willing to provide answers that will be for their own gain.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we saw exactly that. And I want to back up here to where he's talking about telling the truth.
3: You're dealing with a 10 to 20% mortality rate.
0: I want you to watch his body language. Watch what he does with his left hand. He's going to take it off that podium and put it in his pocket. What does that mean? That means he's hiding something.
3: People are going to want to take it. And that leaves all kinds of ethical dilemmas around the concept of what would you do to protect those who you love? Leaders and health professionals have to retain their credibility, speak in a unified voice and tell the truth.
0: (laughs) He just lied. Okay. He knows that's not going to happen. And his body language just gave it away. What were, what did he say again? I want y'all to watch that again.
3: Ethical dilemmas around the concept of what would you do to protect those who you love? Leaders and health professionals have to retain their credibility, speak in a unified voice and tell the truth. Yeah.
0: And once he's done saying and tell the truth, the hand can come back out of the pocket and back on the podium because he's done lying. Okay, speaking of lies. It's now 1B. Forty and slips are apparently happening, too.
1: 1B are our most critical people. So they are our older people, 70 years of age and older. We know they are just so vulnerable to getting ill and dying from this vaccine. It's people under that age who are adults with underlying...
0: Did she say from the vaccine?
1: ...of age and older. We know they are just so vulnerable to getting ill and dying from this vaccine. It's...
0: Well, I guess they do tell the truth sometimes. Meanwhile, what's happening? The narrative is falling apart. You've got the FDNY, the Fire Department of New York Union leader coming out and saying, hey, CDC, FDA, what the hell is happening here? We've had, and I've read through the article, I think they had like four deaths of healthy firefighters Uh, In, you know, the last few months that have all dropped dead, found dead in their bed, whatever, heart attack. It's the same story. Dropping dead. And they're like, is this vaccine related? We deserve some answers. And this is where they're going to lose control. Right. When this starts happening more and more to the firefighters, to the police, to these government agents and agencies, they realize they've been lied to, they realize they've been injected with a death sentence that's going to kill them in three to five, maybe, maybe the last 10 years. And this whole paradigm comes crashing down in the midst of hyperinflation, in the midst of uh, supply chain collapse, in the midst of war, in the midst of cryptocurrency breakout, probably food riots, who knows what else. That's where this is going though, folks. Meanwhile, what else is happening? Well, here is, let me shrink this down a little bit here. There we go. This is a, a memo that the CDC published, right? And it's from a FDA alert. Now the FDA's the one who's, authorized these uh, vaccines that they call them and the CDC is like the guideline we make the rules right this alert reports that false and so the, the CDC is sending out a memo to its health health staff and clinical laboratory staff to let them know about what's happening and what is it well the alert reports that falsely reactive or false positive syphilis tests can occur in some people who received the COVID-19 vaccine. So the vaccinated are now testing positive for syphilis. Do they have syphilis? Probably not, probably not most of them, but what's going on? Well, it's the same kind of thing as what's going on with HIV. Here's the second paragraph. Historically, false reactive RPR tests, which have been observed in people and with systematic, sorry, which has been observed in people with systematic, systemic infections. Sorry, I having trouble reading that word. Unrelated to syphilis, such as tuberculosis. It's a common vaccine side effect. People are getting, you know, this is the long COVID thing. Rick is, Rick, Rick's to seal diseases. Now I had to look that one up. I wasn't aware of it, and it turns out it is a bacteria here. And the interesting thing about it here, being an obligate intracellular parasites, rickettsitis depend on entry, growth, and replication within the cytoplasm. Now that's the gooey stuff inside the cell of a living eukaryotic host cells. What are those? Those are typically endothelial cells, which, by the way, what was um, Dr. Ryan Cole telling us that he's seen in his lab test that he's doing, you know, with his 80 employee lab is running t- tests for doctors in 12 states looking at cancers. He's seen a 20 X increase in endothelial cancers. So now we have, and then the third one, endocarditis, what is that? That's heart inflammation. So every single one of these underlying systemic infections is a COVID treatment side effect. So these people are getting this shot. They're getting these underlying conditions and it's causing them to test positive for syphilis. Another indication that the FDA and the CDC know what's happening and are still pretending like it's not. And they're just going to let these people die because that's the plan. Got to wake up, folks. Here's Dr. Finn again. This is from Moderna. We now have five vaccine candidates against latent viruses in development, including uh, CMV, Epstein-Barr virus, human immunodeficiency virus, herpes simplex virus, and zooster virus, another herpes family virus. So... Dr. Fenn's, of course, appropriately pointing out, you mean all the latent viruses you activated with the current one. Because what's happening to the immune system? Well, CD4 cells are going up. Those are kind of the generals of the immune system. And I've been learning up on all this in the background, talking to some of my uh, helpers that know this stuff. And uh, they're getting out of balance. What is happening is the CD8 cells are plummeting. And those are the ones that are going out and attacking the um, the cells that are infected, basically. Well, those are you've got this sync problem. There's a word for it, anyway. I'm going to do a and break this down in detail in a future show. Um, but the immune system is out of balance, and it ends up giving the edge to the virus, and that's what's happening. Okay, so now we have all of these outbreaks. Which oh, what do you know? Moderna's here ready to treat all of these with more mRNA vaccines. That's going to work great, isn't it? And of course, what did Biden do? He created the cancer uh, committee. That's going that They're dedicated to ending cancer soon, which is basically just going to be a way to give immunity, just like Moderna gets for the vaccines, and add that to the cancer viruses. You watch, that's where they're going with it. And now they've basically made you so sick that you're going to be dependent on all of this crap for however much longer you live. It's insanity. Of course, what do we see coming out of Public Health Scotland? They've got fully vaccinated immune system performance against death versus unvaccinated natural immune system performance against death. So when you compare the unvaccinated to the fully vaccinated, the fully vaccinated do 53% worse. They're more than twice as likely to die. (laughs) So Public Health Scotland is going to address this by no longer publishing the data between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated because, well... The conspiracy theory, the misinformation. They'll they'll use it to spread misinformation and the anti vaxxers will get it and make people think that the vaccines aren't working. (laughs) So they're just gonna make this one go away by not publishing the data anymore. What happened at the CDC? Oh, yeah, they're not publishing large portions of their data either. They just came out. In fact, they've only published a very small sliver. Why? Well, because they're lying because there's a 1984 law in the federal register that requires them to lie to the american public about vaccines and their safety even if they're not safe (laughs) and this is fine you should not worry about it at all you should just accept their lies as uh, gospel and do whatever they tell you so some wastewater analysis came out but Turns out they've been hiding massive amounts of data, especially this 18 to 49 year old group, the people who least benefited from those all these shots and so forth, and they're hiding what's happening with the boosters. Why is that? Could it be because of the lipid nanoparticles used in the vaccines? That with each injection they become the risks just skyrocket. And the pigs after the second injection, they all started having heart attacks. Could that be what's happening and they're hiding that data? Absolutely, folks. This whole thing is rigged. Here's the scam in Australia. Good
5: evening. Victoria's first purpose-built quarantine facility in Melbourne's north, giving guests access to fresh air, will start accepting unvaccinated international travellers from Monday. The trouble-plagued hotel system will soon be consigned to history, but 560 staff will still be employed to run the new isolation hub. Mimi Becker reports. A $200 million quarantine facility two years into a worldwide (sighs) pandemic, but the state government insists...
0: Oh, look, it's not a prison. They've got elephants. The towels are folded like elephants.
5: It's not a white elephant. It would have been great in 2020, but here we are now, and this will be a resource that we will um, always look back on and say, what a great investment. The site will Mm. have the capacity to...
0: If all you have is a hammer everything starts to look like a nail.
5: Host up to a 1,000 people from April, but when opening on Monday, just 10 unvaccinated travellers are expected to arrive. The way it's built, though, is that you can scale up and scale down. We can run it as um, small the 250 or the 500. There's single, double, family and accessible rooms all with en-suites. Guests will be fed three meals a day with the hub's major focus on ventilation and infection control. We always knew with hotels it was a challenge to get uh, the ventilation standards and we, um, you know took a lot of time to to ensure that 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 was safe. Uh, Here, when we're in open air, no corridors, uh, it is a lot easier. Right now, Victoria can accept just 250 unvaccinated travellers a week who will be forced to pay to stay on the site. But members of the community and frontline workers who are COVID positive and cannot safely quarantine at home will be welcome for free. Whether it's uh, the next variant... The next pandemic, whatever it is, we are ready now with a Whoa. purpose-built facility. After private,
0: and they'll just keep funding it, right? It's no problem. Just like this is just like the one in Houston that they built. Remember, we covered the security guard that was getting paid like sixty-eight dollars an hour, and they never accepted a single patient at this hospital they constructed. Spent tens of millions of dollars. It's a scam. These are the people who are on the inside who get access to the easy money that we opened the show with that Michael Burry and that book are talking about and life's good for them, right? They've got a new car in the driveway, but if you're one of the others, people trying to maybe travel to Australia for business or something, now you've got to pay for this hotel and add 10 days to your stay or whatever stupid rule they come up with for a lie. And, of course, Fauci's touting this as, well, this was a big success if everybody did this. And here's what also you need to realize and recognize. People are, like, now cheering on that, well, they've relaxed the mandates and everything's fine now. It's going back to normal. Yay, we've won. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. He didn't give up the power to authorize the Emergencies Act he set precedent to be able to do it at the drop of a hat and have 7 days to you know roll out whatever kind of tyranny he decides unchecked all of these things have been done to set precedent so that the next time and we're just in a we're in a lull where they're going to pull it back a little bit give us some freedom let, let us think that things are going back to normal this is the whole mass formation thing that mateus talks about and they pull it back, and then here. Oh, now we got this. Sorry. We're going to have to lock you all down again and do all these things all over again. It's for your safety. Not, uh, not that, definitely.
5: Security issues plagued hotel quarantine. There will be no private security at the Commonwealth-funded site. Instead, 30 police officers and oh. PSOs will patrol every week.
4: This facility will have a 24-7 um, presence. Uh, well, it'll be free shift today.
5: for the people staying here the biggest difference to hotel quarantine is the fact you're allowed to leave your room to access and enjoy the fresh air from your balcony it's as safe as oh, we can that's make so it wonderful. yes i mean none of these programs are risky.
0: I and mean, this is all like complete bullshit at this point we know it's all just utter bullshit and they'll just keep going keep going Meanwhile,
5: a small plane crash in the middle of a Florida neighborhood
2: died in a small plane crash on the west side earlier. Two
5: people yesterday morning and now the tre- national Transport:
0: Found a plane that had gone down and uh, crashed.
5: died after a plane crash into a Polk Del- County Del-
0: investigating a small plane crash.
4: County's John Wayne Airport, John Wayne. Can-
0: There's a one hitting the freeway and blowing up. There's one that we covered, where the train came through and hit the plane, tore it in half. Seconds after they pulled them out, now that one's old.
4: Woman's mother, 70-year-old Deb Vellman, is missing in the water off the coast of Panama, along with a woman from Illinois. The plane they were in crashed in Panama Bay.
0: There's another one: four family members dead after small plane crashes in California. That one's December of 2021. And the reason we're seeing this in the small aircraft is because they have one pilot and the commercial aircrafts have that backup so they can get landed, kind of cover it up and hide it. Eight killed after plane crashes in the main office, sorry, Milan office. Florida bound jet crashes in Dominican Republic. Music producer Among the Killed. That's December 15th of 2021. I haven't heard about that one. There's a bus coming in. And still coming. And it's driving into people. Whoops. What happened? There's a plane in the water. people uh, injured after small plane crashes in Winter Haven. That was yeah, I don't there's the pilot they pulled from the train. That was January 12th of this year. That was last month I believe. Two men critical condition. U.S. denies request to help fund two Americans missing after Panama plane crash. That's from January of this year as well. Folks, it's happening okay it still hasn't broken through yet but we're getting very very close to this coming out
5: at least small plane
0: here's what's going on in israel so while you had the thing in ontario happening some people came in to camp in uh uh forget what city it is tel aviv i believe and the police just decided, after five days, to come in and steal her shit. So they're dragging their tents away.
6: Look at this! They're just taking people's property and destroying it. They don't.
0: And this is Gal. She's one of the activists there. Uh, she's a lawyer and uh, so forth.
6: They don't even give us a few days to make it ourselves, to do it ourselves.
1: Just some,
6: you know, decency to... They didn't give any warning. They just came all at once, at night, when we are less people here, with all the trucks and heavy forces, and aggressively destroyed everything.
0: When you have a monopoly on violence, you can get away with this. And some of these people drove in and now have nowhere to go. And nowhere to sleep.
6: It's a saying that they can still be here, or I haven't read it, but nothing that says that they're going to be evacuated. So we didn't have any alert to what is happening now. And people are just, they're kicking people to the streets, you know? People are here from all around the country, not all of them with their own cars, and now they need to find places to sleep. It's unfucking believable seriously. Look at all the destruction. I can't believe
2: this
6: property is their own private property. People brought here, you know, things to get.
0: Yep. Well, CDC. COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations by COVID-19 vaccination status and previous COVID-19 diagnosis. So this is a report that the CDC published and there's a graph in here that we should take a look at. I believe it's down here at the bottom. Yeah, right there. So this is showing cases you know, positive tests by vaccination status. And you can see there's this blue curve right here that's the biggest one, obviously. And that's unvaccinated with no previous. So their first time catching COVID, they're the largest group, okay? And then if you look down below, you can see you've got this blue dashed line. Well, that is vaccinated who have not caught COVID. And then there's a little gray line or I'm sorry, there's a little uh, blacked dashed line vaccinated with a previous COVID uh, diagnosis. So somebody who got vaccinated and had already had COVID, so already had natural antibodies, natural immunity. And then there's the unvaccinated who have also already caught COVID. And they are right there along with the people who are vaccinated and previously infected And the people who were not previously infected, but vaccinated are even higher. So which one is best here? Especially when you realize this is just COVID-19. This is not people suffering heart attacks and rare cancers and dying and all of these other things, or the 2.5 X likelihood of having an adverse reaction. If you, get vaccinated after already having natural immunity this doesn't even take that into account so the true picture is far far worse than this everything they've told us is a lie it's all a lie folks oh yeah okay and well you can see down there at the bottom it says your account is suspended and not permitted to perform this action it's trying to refresh or something so this is it I can't even click on those anymore. They've deleted all of them. And why? Well, I think that it has a lot to do with this right here. Six weeks ago, when we did the show about what's in the Moderna patent being in the SARS-CoV-2 virus, that broke to the mainstream. Now it's been deleted because what's happened, they've come out and said, well, it's in the patent, but it's not patented. So, and it's very common. They threw everything in there. So, and I'm trying to like, get to the bottom of, well, why did they do that? Why did they include it? I'm not really sure. Um, but I will get an answer on that when I, when I can, when I can figure it out. But I think this narrative is really breaking. And here's the CEO of Moderna addressing this question as well. The
5: origins of COVID. We've all been trying to understand how this started and whether or not this did come from a lab in Wuhan. Uh, Let me ask you what the Daily Mail is reporting. It says more evidence COVID was tinkered with in a lab. Now scientists find the virus contains a tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented. By Moderna, three years before the pandemic began. Your reaction, Stefan?
0: Now, not patented, but included in the uh, not patented, but category is how the mouse described it.
4: What can you tell us? So my scientists are looking into those data to see. uh...
0: Of course, he's on the patent, right? You remember that? He's on like 100 patents because he's such an incredible CEO that he's not only running the company, but he's uh, involved in the he's a driving force and getting all these things patented too?
4: Uh, Accurate they are not. It's not that
0: he's an egomaniac who will do and say anything?
4: I said before, the hypothesis of an escape from a lab by an accident is possible. You know, human makes mistakes. So uh, is it possible that the uh, Wuhan lab in China was working on uh, viruses uh, enhancement or gene modification? And then there was an accident where somebody was infected in the lab and then infected their families and friends. It is possible on
0: not only possible. That's exactly what did happen.
4: The claim you just that's
0: exactly what was going on
4: just uh, mentioned uh, the scientists are analyzing to know if it's uh, real or not.
5: Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I was struck by the line. It matched a genetic sequence patented by Moderna for cancer research purposes, Stefan.
4: Yeah, and that's the type of things that the team is looking at very carefully to know is it is it real or not. So it it takes a bit of time to analyze all. Mm,
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to come apart. One of this is Dana Delany. She is one of Bob Saget's friends. She fell down some stairs after passing out, and she's going to have it look tad. There's the federal law, of course, talking about the CDC. This is such a brilliant explanation or uh, graphic to show people because what you have on the left is the U.S. CDC data. And you can see blue is fully vaxxed, red is unvaxxed. Wait, I might have that backwards. I do. On the left is the U.K. data. On the right is the U.S. data. Now, red is the unvaxxed and you can see in the UK, it's looks like less than a quarter. In the US, it's like 60, 70% roughly. Let's see, 32, yeah, right in there. Somebody is lying, folks, and it's the CDC. That's why they're hiding this data that's why their data looks different. I've been telling you this for months and months. The trial data's fake as well, so that's going to come out soon. We've also got the read-through thing where they put the stop codons in because they converted the urodine to pseudo to get it into the cell, the mRNA into the cells. And of course, that cr- converts the stop codons into sense codons, and it just keeps on building into the Three prime UTR, where there's human mitochondrial DNA, or at least it can do that. And of course, we know that they knew about this risk because Moderna put two in, or sorry, put three in and Pfizer put two in when normally there's only one. Why did they do that if they didn't know about this risk? It's all coming apart. There's <clears throat> yeah, oh, there's more to Ralph Barrick's story here. UNC's Ralph Barrick, briefs Capitol Hill staff back on February 28 of 2020 in an hour, he never mentioned that he worked with the Wuhan BioLab, never mentioned his chimeric novel bat virus work. Repeatedly mentioned that his Remdesivir says it works against SARS-CoV-2 when actually it doesn't. This guy's part of the cabal. All right. He's part of the Fauci crime family. And he's one of the people that needs to go down for what he's done. And it's no coincidence that I, along with several other people all talking about this kind of stuff, what's happening, got banned on the same day. He's trying to push this, uh, the Chinese use bats in food, delicacy dishes and, Medicinal medicine, so bats were likely at the wet market, which is crap. He told staff that lots of people not happy about SARS name, give him okay, anyway. And there's another quote in here where he talks about, give me a couple years, saying unfortunately, coronaviruses are not infectious enough. And there's a quote where he says, give me a couple years. Here it is. Just give me a few years and I can change that. That is. In response to this new deadly coronavirus not infectious enough to pose global threat, researcher says. Mm-hmm. It's just saying farewell to this account here, real quick. <laughs> if you guys have questions and or you want to jump on, there's somebody in spaces right now. I'm gonna bring you in. Little pause. There it is. All right, and I got to unmute you. If you want to speak, go right ahead, sir. Can't hear you. The little pause.
2: Hey Sam, how hey. you doing?
0: Doing great. What's on your mind?
2: Well, I've got some good news out of New Zealand. I don't know if you've heard about the High Court's decision down there.
0: I think so. Uh, they struck down Jacinda's uh, mandates, right? Do you know the details of it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so they gave her a big old kick in the dick. And, um, they, so what they did is they, um, they overturned, uh, the mandates for the military and the police. Perfect. So obviously that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a huge win, but the mm-hmm. police did come out and very self-righteously say, what a great win. All the off, all the officers who, uh, were stood down, please come back. This is yeah. an amazing thing. So they're almost taking credit for it, which is a bit. A bit sad. So that's, that's some good news. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you you posted a, a small clip from a show in Australia called A Current Fear*, where they had um, the Queen and the hospitals using ivermectin. Do you remember that? Yes,
0: I do. I do. Um, I don't know. if It might be now, in here. I'll look for it while you're talking, but go ahead.
2: So a lot of people weren't sure if this was real or not, um, because it was real. But uh, A Current Affair pulled that show almost immediately, you know, as soon as people started pointing out the fact on on Twitter and other places, they did put that out. But there's a really nice video of a a nurse who's a whistleblower from six months earlier, an Australian nurse, 30 years in the practice. And uh, she comes out very clearly and speaks very vocally saying that anyone who comes into hospital who is vaccinated gets ivermectin. Oh, anyone who's wow. not well yeah no it's, she's amazing the way she speaks so I'll, um you don't follow me from this uh green eggs and ham account so if you want to give me a follow i'll be I will, able to read yeah. you afterwards
0: okay we'll do so um, but that.
2: yeah she's amazing she no she just yeah. stands well, up and let me is, tell you what, this is what happened in the hospital
0: i looked into that so my first thing was it was like a, a video of a tv and so i'm like okay where's the source yeah. people sent me the source but i had to create an account or something. And yeah, I didn't actually get to verify it, but I I'm taking people's word for it. Well, then the doctor or the, the company that produced the show, I guess, came out and said that, uh, we made a mistake and it was, we were, we showed a bottle of Stromatol, I think, or whatever it was, which is Ivermectin. It's a brand name of Ivermectin. And what we really meant was this one. So it was what they were essentially were saying is that they used the wrong B roll. They put in a clip of ivermectin when they shouldn't have, but there's a problem with that. The drug that they used that they said they made the mistake on is not a tablet. It's an injectable. It's, you know, it's given by uh, IV or, or by a a, uh, injection. So, the doctor, in that report, he actually says a tablet, that we're giving her a tablet. So if they didn't give her ivermectin, but they gave her this drug, well, what were the tablets? I think that they got caught in a lie, and they had to come up with a cover story, and that was the best that they could do. And I think that doctor's comment yeah. about it being a tablet was, the, was a very big tell, and I, and I think... That they did get the story right, but they can't have the truth get out there like that. No, absolutely not. Um,
2: now you mentioned something about wastewater before. Now this is something that I've been really curious about in regards to what's happening with the, whether it's graphene or spike proteins or all this wastewater or recycled water. Do you have any idea what might that, what effects that might be happening, like carrying? Um the shooting over to us. Do you have yeah, any idea?
0: I, I I'm wondering about that. So um here's what they did. They were collecting wastewater, and there's a little this is the the uh, New York Times article. Uh, let me see. they were doing it to basically check for the variants to do DNA sequencing or whatever and see what variants are showing up in the population because that's a good place I guess, to study it. Um, they, let me think, tell me what you're asking about again. I got lost.
2: Well, the reason, I, the reason I'm asking is just because I'm doing oh, everything yeah. I can to keep myself and family safe from being around people who are potentially shedding. Yeah. Because we still don't know how much gra- graphene we're taking in or how we're taking it in or if we're taking it in. Yes. Apart from what we're seeing on, on slides. Basically, um, blood slides. Is- yeah.
0: Is it making through making it through the um, water treatment process? Because they use something called flocculation. That, that really- they, they like they stir it. They put some chemicals in that has the sediment fall out and kind of purifies the water. And then they run it through some filters. But I doubt their filters go small yeah. enough to filter out the spike protein. And I doubt um, like the what I would recommend is an RO filter. I mean, that's really the best that we can do. Um, that can get down to five micron, but I think the, the the spike protein is even smaller than that, which means they're going to slip through the filter. It's going to catch some of them, but they're still going to slip through the filter. So if you're in the city, that's where you're drinking treated water. Again, it's being recycled back through. Um, if you're on, you know, like me, I'm out in the country on a well, it's less of a risk. So that's kind of, I, I, I don't know that there's a good answer. Like you can just take and filter the water. I don't know if the spike proteins are surviving outside of the body or through the, the treatment process and reclamation process. I just, just so many unknowns. Um, you know, yeah. on the woo-woo side, you have... I mean, I,
2: can't, I can't. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean I can't stop showering in it. There's not right. much I can do there. I mean I can drink bottled water. Yeah. But as far as the showering and just that sort of type of contamination, there's not much you can do.
0: Exactly. And and the the weird part about it is Snippy. J J Snip Four that I follow and talk about sometimes. You know, he's part of the Cliff High clan and all that. Um and and talks about his dreams yeah. and so forth. He was saying, get a water filter, that it's really important to get a water filter. Everybody needs a water filter. And he didn't really know why, and we didn't really know why. I think that might be the reason.
2: Yep. All right, Sam, just before I jump off, mate, one more question. How is it it a macro economist as smart as George Gammon (laughs) cannot understand how a bridge convertible currency works? Well, How can he not understand the importance of velocity of money and be that smart?
0: I mean, see, the, the thing that he's missing is there's the XRPL, there's RippleNet, there's all these various layers to this thing, and they have different properties, and he doesn't understand that at a fundamental level. And like, I've reached out to him a few times. I've sent him emails saying, Hey George, you want to come on the show? And he responded to one tweet today saying, I turned down all requests for people to come on my show. And I'm like, don't take it personally. I said, I don't, but you're, you're not even asking the right questions here and you don't know what questions to ask. And you've got all of these smart people in the XRP community offering to like sit down with you, bring, bring you on their show so that, you can understand this and communicate it to your listeners and like bro i was telling you hey this ripple xrp thing is important two years ago george and uh you should probably pay attention to it and now here you are realizing holy crap it's really important i should probably understand this but you don't want help from this is like you know if if michael burry came up and said hey the housing crash is coming you need to prepare for it and you ignored him and then the housing market crashed wouldn't you want to listen to him? I, I would think so, but I don't know. It's his show, his life. His he gets to
2: well, man. Because if you and and Crypto Eddie smashed out that, he I would mean, then turn yes. around and do a whiteboard video,
0: yeah,
2: a video for the for the masses, and they would and they would get it because when he gets a mm. whiteboard video right, it is so you know in three simple steps you've yes. got it. Yes, but what I really don't want to see happen is for david who's way too smart who'll just confuse the shit out of him and won't stop talking or matt and i think you know how i'm talking about when i say yeah, Matt.
0: hammer toad well
2: yeah. matt matt's a, he's a dick <laughs> and i just don't want him to speak at all so that's why i was hoping mm-hmm. you know you and you and eddie playing i think i cop, think I cop could... on this whole thing we're just
0: I think I could talk macro and explain the kind of the fundamentals to him. And I think Eddie would be so perfect to explain all the partnerships cause she's been keeping up with that. And I really haven't. Um, I, w- I think it would make yeah. a great episode. I think he would learn a lot from it. I think his listeners would learn a lot from it and yeah, I'd love to see him really understand this. So he goes back to his audience because I I've, I've watched some of his videos and so forth and really like them. And he's very smart, very insightful dude. Talks about a lot of the same kind of things I do sometimes, but you know, he's more focused strictly on the economics and so on. And and he's a brilliant guy. So
2: Yeah, I agree. All right, buddy. Take care. I will talk to you soon. All right.
0: Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you jumping in. All right. Uh let's see. Yeah, so I you know, as far as this whole wastewater thing goes, they're they're finding I probably like fragments of DNA and they're sequencing that to try and come up with the variants and so forth. Or they were, who knows what else is coming through on the treatment stuff. We'll see. Okay. Someone's saying this is, Oh yeah, we, we played that guy. Oh, it's two hours. I can't play that much. (laughs) Someone's telling me to watch this video, Sam. Sure. Yeah. All right, I'm just if you have a question, use asterisks and put those in if you're on Twitter spaces and you want to jump in, like little pause just did, you're more than welcome to. And I will answer those and then we will wrap up and get out of here. I'm not Oh, no. looked. No. Kiev. Is that the same one though? Sam, do you remember in the bombing runs leading up to uh, Biden's inauguration, Cliff mentioning a breakdown of the world's governments? What are your thoughts given uh, the everything going on? Any thoughts on doing a show, kind of comparing and contrasting these bombing run tweets to what's happened since? Well, I think a lot of that stuff's gotten nuked. Um, And it's a lot of time to go back and kind of piece all that together. It's, I, I don't have time to do it right now. Um, it takes a lot of work to put these shows together, especially when I'm researching a bunch of stuff. I wanted to do more on the immune system this week, but I I need more time with it. Uh, as far as like everything breaking down, I think we're seeing that. And I think that's something to think about as far as crypto goes as well, right? Because we've got, uh, you know, like Cardano, that's a great project. I like it. I think they're doing good things. I think Charles has the right approach here uh, with, you know, the way he's kind of structured things and he's a great leader. And that's the problem. Charles is also vaccinated. So what happens if a year, two years, three years down the road, he dies, he has a heart attack or some rare cancer takes him or what? And I, There's so much more on that that we haven't even gone into, but it is looking very bleak for the COVID treated. Um, What's going to happen to Cardano? Are they going to be able to continue, make progress and keep the organization together and keep the process going? Or is he fundamental to that success? Look at Ripple, very liberal company. I wouldn't be surprised if 80% of the people that work for ripple are vaccinated. If not somewhere in the nineties, Joel Katz is what happens if a lot of them die off. I think we're going to see that across the board in all of these various organizations. And just like we talked about, Oh, somewhere, I think it was somewhere back here. Yep. with the FDNY, they're already starting to ask the questions. Hey, Are these shots deadly? What do you think they're going to be saying another six months from now when twice as many have died? Strangely, you know, young, healthy guys that all took this shot. I think these a lot of these organizations may not survive and we're going to have a hard year or two to get through as we kind of reorganize society in a way that doesn't hopefully doesn't ever allow this to happen again. Um, so that's kind of my take on it. I don't remember specifically that specific time. Cliff talked about the world's governments breaking down. He does that a lot. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think we've covered my thoughts on everything going on. That's what this show is really about. Uh, why would the elites be fighting XRP when Ripple is one of the WEF's crypto list? because Ripple is truly a level playing field, Ethereum and Bitcoin are not. That's what it comes down to. They want something with a layer two that can be a choke point, manipulated and controlled, and the XRP, uh, XRPL is, has so much throughput that it really doesn't require a layer two. It can handle a much, much higher volume of transactions And so that's why I think those two have been given a free pass, whereas everything else is, no, we're not going to talk about it. And we've given you clarity, even though you're asking us for clarity, we've already given it to you. So it's more than just, you know, competing gangs. You need to understand that, right? They all have, Fauci's got his agenda. The Biden crime family has their agenda the pharmaceutical cartels have their agenda they're all trying to fight for more money and power from you know the biggest heist that they can pull off from the government that's what these criminal gangs do and so it's not always as clear as well this is the one because we control it kind of thing hopefully that answers that Crisis actors in Ukraine, Ukraines. Ukrainians getting makeup done for, yeah, I saw a little bit about this. We can watch it real quick here. Hopefully that will load. We'll give it a second. But yeah, I saw they're putting on some makeup and so forth and shooting things. And then why are they also running around with these uh, plywood cut out AK 47s, like what the hell is going on? I have no idea. And again, I think this is part of them trying to cover their tracks. Not loading. It may not like my streaming service. There we go. Yeah, this is the one I saw. But, you know, what was this for? Could this be a film production that was shot months ago? Maybe, I, you know, like you can't take anything at face value right now because everybody's trying to deceive you and push their propaganda over uh, the truth. We interviewed George a few years ago before he got big time trying to get him again, but he isn't responding. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about it. I mean... Be nice to talk to him. If he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't want to do it. It's his life, his channel. But like me personally, I would want, uh, I would want the best information. Like if somebody was offering to educate me on something that I thought, hey, this is going to be important. I would, I would jump at the chance. That's just me though. Oh, let's see what you're saying about Gem Records. Uh, UK wrote, you say it like carry eukaryotes. there we go. eukaryotes. That's it, thank you. I, I can some of these words are so hard for me to pronounce. Eukaryotic. that's what I thought it was. okay. Eukaryotic cells. Russian troops celebrating with Ukrainian locals who are welcoming them as peacekeepers. Yeah, I've seen that one as well. Oh, this is the dancing one. (laughs) And I've seen some people come out to like greet them. I don't know why that's not playing. There we go. (laughs) So you've got some guy doing, I don't know, some kind of Russian dance. And then some other people I think join in. There's music. And I think what that guy was saying about it's so corrupt there and what we covered tonight with the Biden crime family and this whole cabal thing, that's one of their money centers of operation, right? And this is, I think, what this is really about, dismantling this whole thing. Look, I wish I could take all of this QAnon stuff and throw it out the window and say, nope, it's done. There's nothing to it, but I can't. We still have these weird things going on out in the world, right? My first visit to Washington, D.C. in two years. My room has a nice view of the White House. Too bad there's nobody home. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Jim's an interesting guy. I like him. I've, I've followed him for a long time before I was ever even on Twitter. So, okay. Uh, let me see what else we've got here. And again, if anybody wants to jump in on spaces, do that now and we're gonna wrap up here real soon. Uh, am I on true social? I am, I'm on the waiting list. finally figured out you have to scroll up to get to the next button on the iPad. So I have my placeholder in. I think it created a page for me even though it's not activated yet. Uh, I don't know when, that, when they'll get around to that but that's where that is. And then I'll probably, I don't know what I'm gonna do about Twitter. I've been, I think I'm going to move the, like the vaccine injury thread to Gab and post it there. Um, and although there's, doesn't seem to be a good way to do threads there yet. I have to figure that out. But anyway, I'm coming up with alternatives. Um, I don't know. I'll probably be back. You know, the good thing about having two LTE modems is the ability to generate like four, uh, four phone numbers. (laughs) for authentication purposes. So despite the interest in devolution, uh, this is Patel Patriot. He's the guy that's covering devolution and the chatter about it. And Patel's excellent series on it. You'd be shocked at how many people don't grasp what devolution actually is. Yeah, probably. Okay. I can't read Twitter or social media on the live show. Okay, how often am I on? I do shows on Sunday and then I come in other times uh, just, uh, you know, when I have something important I want to talk about. I would like to get a video in on um, Tiffany Points Dover. She's the nurse that uh, took the shot and then fainted when she went in front of the cameras and then I think she died. And I want to break down, like just do a, you know, probably five or 10 minute video walking through that explaining what I think happened and the evidence that supports the fact that she's dead, that the family took probably a 10 million plus settlement deal after she had the adverse reaction before she died. I think she died later. I think that might've been her at the hospital. Cause there's a picture where she shows up to work with a mask. She looks bloated. That could just be inflammation. And I think she died in a couple of months later and that's when they posted the, uh, Instagram. So, I want to lay all that out for the one year anniversary of her death and push that video out there. Cause I think that's an important one for people to understand as well. And it will really, I think, get some people to wake up when they realize, holy crap, this woman died and they covered it up so that they could keep pushing these shots. So there you go, folks. Hyperinflation is coming this year. I think it could be weeks and months away. Maybe not, but it's, we're, it's on our doorstep. You need to prepare for it. Uh, you need to prepare for society breaking down and gas being $5, $10 a gallon. How's this all going to work? It's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of disruption. And uh, the more you can prepare for that eventuality, the better off you'll be. All right, patreon.com slash to the lifeboats. That's the way you can support the show. Don't do ads and all that crap or commercials well some of you watch a few on some of the hosting platforms but that's just to keep the content hosted um patreon.com slash to the life post that is how you support the show thank you very much we'll catch you all next broadcast bye everybody
7: Line. They said it was to save lives, yeah, that was a lie The writing's on the wall, man, can't you see the signs? Now they're coming for the children, they just crossed the line They said just give it time, only three weeks and it will all be fine They want you tuned into that TV every night So that they can implant fear deeply in your mind Now in order to defeat them, yo, we need to unite The Ministry of Truth has taken over, there's a reason that they chose Corona Yeah, Corona means crown, work it out, man, it's so simple from the beginning they told you a virus to the mind Infecting your thoughts, but enough is enough. Now we're saying no more. We see the Trojan horse at the door. This is war. We can't ignore the call. Big brother's going to fall. Yeah, we got to light the torch for humanity. Because 1984 wasn't fantasy. George Orwell was warning what the plan would be. Now you can see it all in their strategy. Yeah, They want to call us conspiracy theorists. But right now, we're the ones that are seeing the clearest. This is social engineering, how many alarm bells have to ring before people start to hear them serious ah can't you see this is deliberate they hand out sanitizers and masks but not vitamins McDonald's stayed open same time the gyms didn't the only pandemic is cognitive dissonance yeah this is totalitarian people are waking up so they need to keep scaring them declaring new waves and new variants they got tricks up their sleeves so we gotta be prepared for them they choose what the facts are with their propaganda we know what their plans are so they won't get that far nah you don't have to be pythagoras to see that this ain't adding up how much until you've had enough ah right now it's the last straw yeah they're slowly bringing in their passports it's been leading to this from the start time to look into your heart now and choose what you stand for it's the dehumanization of the nation erasing the basic foundations of human relations the emergence of apartheid creating segregation, that's the road that they're paving Cause if you're not jabbed, then it's you that they're blaming It's you that is dangerous, mass manipulation Coercing you to get penetrated What's the difference between that and a rapist? I think their plot's got some holes They want you to follow rules, but they don't It's a joke, now it's coming to the end of the road It's a fight for our souls How much of your life have they already stole? And how much more will they try to? How much will you turn a blind eye to? Roll up your sleeve and get a free donut to eat. Can't you see they're trying to bribe you? what's really in that concoction how many adverse reactions till we stop this how many must die for power lies and profits i refuse to just stand by watching no that is not an option what if that was your kid maybe then you would start talking maybe then you'd see the point the children need a voice we need to fight for their future before it's destroyed
0: we have to stand up and say no It ends when we decided to be so. Good night, everybody.